Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Jim White. Jim, are you ready to do this? George, I am so ready. Excellent. Let's do this. Jim is a CFP and EA. He is the president of J.H. White Financial, a firm dedicated to the straightforward and transparent approach to helping people with their finances. I'm excited to have you on. Jim, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Thanks, George. Uh, So a little bit about me. I'm married to my wonderful wife, Kim, and we have two typically uh, moody teenage sons, Brendan (laughs) and Colin. And and when I'm not working, I like to work out, hike, travel, work in the yard, pretty much anything that gets me up and moving and away from my desk. And uh, we're also involved in various community groups as well. Uh, So that's the personal side. Uh, Jay's White Financial, I started 15 years ago, and it really is to help individuals, individuals, families, and small businesses prepare for the unexpected uh, because I can base this on my grandmother. Uh, when I was only a few months old, my grandfather passed away. And my grandmother, after being home, stay-at-home mom for decades, had to go into the workforce. And she didn't even drive. And I saw her struggle her whole life. And she was very independent. Um, just so watching her struggle to make ends meet and, and want to be, want to live on her own in her own home, uh, was really, uh, I guess, uh, an opening event for me and very important in my life. And so you looked at that and you said, okay, I want to be able to help people to be in a position when should something happen, should an unexpected event like a death or dis- and any number of things happen, that they will have more options than simply having to go and change your entire life and go to work and learn how to drive and, and things like that. Right. It, and it was that. And then also finding out, you know, helping friends, families, and, and co-workers with certain little financial moves and recommendations and I thought you know I can really do this I really really enjoy this and I can help people so it was was a combination of those two factors that pointed me in this direction and and that's why I really like love waking up in the morning and going to work see myself ever retiring actually nice yeah that's that's uh that's that's what the smart money tells you to do is when people think about what people ask you to help them with, and then that's something that you should probably be focusing your time and effort. So when people are coming to you saying, hey, can you help me with this, or do you know about that, and they're all money-related, then you probably found yourself in the right field. So so I appreciate that. Um, so helping people plan for the unexpected, I, I think that that's, I mean, extremely important work, but that's not something that's really top of mind for most people, right? So maybe... Maybe how do you get their attention or how do you help them recognize and and take action to actually do something about it? You're right. Most people, when they either come to me or just think about their life in general, plan for all the things they want to have happen. You know, I want to retire at this age. I want to buy this home. I want to do this. And it's all, okay, this is great. This is what we want. But life doesn't work like that. Right. It throws 
throws curveballs all the time. So I guess the most important point that I try to stress to people is you have to run your personal finances like a business. You have to look at your income, look at your expenses, look at your savings. You know, too many people kind of just float around and, and not really pay attention to all that. And honestly, as much as people hate it, you have to create a budget. And, but you know, there's so many apps and software and it, it's so easy to do now that I think that's the most important thing is you have to run your personal finances like a business. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's such an important thing. Why do people hate budgeting so much? It's not. I mean, I like it, but <laughs> most people don't. <laughs> most people don't find it enjoyable. They'd rather right. watch Game of Thrones or yes. go out and I don't know. People rather do anything, I guess, than yes. budget. Um, so, so sometimes you know we have to budget for them. You know, there's software that we use, so it kind of takes the you know, takes a load off of them um, because it's just, it's one of those things where, okay, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. And you never get to it. Um, so, and it doesn't matter, you know, if you make, if your income is 50,000 a year or $500,000 a year, I find that everyone needs to budget. It doesn't matter your income level. People still spend too much regardless of how much income they have. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a real thing. And I can, you know, I, I, I talk not all the time, but have certainly talked in the past about how the reason I didn't like to budget is because I was irresponsible with, with, with my money. And so when there was accountability, you know, I, I, I resisted that for the longest time. And so there's all those, those feelings that, that sort of rush in when we start looking under the hood and say, okay, I'm obviously overspending here or I'm being doing a bad job making decisions over there. But that's precisely why we really need those things. So it's like ripping off a band-aid. Once you get in the habit of it, then it becomes more comfortable, and then you become more confident. And then I think budgeting can be a fun thing, or at least not terrible. It, yeah, that's a good point. People don't sometimes don't do it because they know what they're gonna they they know what they're going to find. So right. that's a good point. And then you know, take, taking the approach of of looking at, at at your your personal finances or your household as a business and being more systematic about it, I think that that's a great way to frame it and look at it. And that's also you need to be reviewing these things pretty consistently, and I, I, you know, just having a good understanding of what and how you're going to be up using the resources that, that 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 your family has. I think are are so 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 important. Um, but just being consistent with it, that's maybe one of the challenges that people have. I, I, I don't know. There's probably a million challenges, but just reviewing on a consistent basis. Mm, right. And, and the other thing is debt. It, it, when, it, when we talk about cash flow, you know, that's really something that is a problem. It, it, you know, of course, the mortgage, the car payments, you need that. You know, that, that's normal kind of debt. That's fine. But significant, you know, credit cards personal loans, home equity lines of credit for things maybe you could hold off on or save for. That's a problem. And and I think too many people become complacent with or acceptable of having so much debt. And the problem I'm seeing is too many people are entering retirement with debt, too much debt, and it kind of restricts your retirement. You know what? 
the money you saved or social security to pay off debt or all the money you've worked hard to save your entire working career going towards debt. You want it towards living expenses, hobbies, you know, the enjoyable activities, not trying to pay back what you've spent too much on before you retire. I think that that's interesting. So, so that's become a big problem. Yeah. Being complacent around the idea of debt and making it seem like it's, it's you know commonplace and this is just something which which is always going to be around me as opposed to looking at it as this was maybe a, a short-term solution that I had to engage in I had to use credit or some kind of a personal loan because I was in a you know I, I was in a bind but now that I'm out of it I need to get I, I, I need to get this out of my life right and and build an emergency fund so you don't need to tap debt to to weather some kind of unexpected event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, I can definitely see how that that, that, that makes sense. We, we, we fall into these rhythms um, or ruts, for, for lack of a better term, that we get sort of stuck in. This is the way that we've always done it, and therefore, you know, I've always had a credit card, whatever it might be. So helping people to break free of that, I think, is an incredibly valuable thing. And to your point, the point of Social Security is absolutely not to, to pay minimum credit card payments or to, 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 to help with debt consolidation. So appreciate right. that. Um, well, so, so the cash flow piece, the debt piece, I really look at those as, as sort of the foundation financially, right? So you need to have that set, obviously preparing for the unexpected. There's, there's insurances that, that, that go along with that. Are there parts of, of this whole process? And when we talk about setting the foundation, then it's a matter of starting to goal set and, 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 and accumulate money for things. And then eventually you're going to use the money. So it's this financial planning process. Do you find that there's one part of the whole process, be it getting started or actually following through, which is most difficult for people? I think the hard part is really understanding why you've made the decision. Why these decisions, how you got to this point, really. Uh, getting to the root cause of the issue. Um, and, and sometimes that's a difficult discussion. And, you know, the hard truths have to be laid out on the table. And unpleasant decisions have to be made. Um, and, and really, really, it's not fun. Most people aren't comfortable shining a light on, you know, there's less, you know, on, on things they're not quite as proud of. Uh, you know, I'm not here to judge. So what I, what I kind of say is, okay, this is where you are. This is what's done is done. So that's okay. Let's, let's start figuring out what you need to do to change your psychology of money, I, I guess, for lack of a better term, on making you better financially, make a better financial you. So that, that's really the hardest part is, you know, we can come up with a plan and say, okay, you need to do this, this, and this. But we need to break the cycle, and, and that is always the most difficult conversation. And it's not very comfortable for for uh, you know people to talk about. And and that's just be, you know you're human. That that's understandable. Yeah, no, it's totally understandable. And it's one of those things where you, as a professional, are doing such a service to your clients because you're able to to create an environment where they can hopefully be comfortable feeling uncomfortable. So like you were talking about, hey, I'm, I'm not here to judge you. We've, we've all made these kinds of mistakes, but unless we actually take this thing head on and, and talk about the actual underlying real root cause, 
we're never actually going to to get to where we want to go. Right. And, and you know, it's it's true, but change is not comfortable. <laughs> change is uncomfortable for a reason. <laughs> that, that Yes, that's 100%. You know, no pain, no gain, all that. And it's so true. So dealing with that discomfort, you're either going to deal with it for a short amount of time or you're going to deal with it for your entire lifetime. So... Right. And if you don't change or if you're if you're not if you're not willing to change because you have to be, you know, you have to be willing to change, you know, you can expect to be, you know, be a constant struggle of you and your finances. You know, it's almost like bailing a, a, a sinking boat with a spoon. You know, it's just a constant fight that that is not going to make anything pleasant <laughs> down the road unless it gets changed sooner rather than later. Yeah, there's this great Warren Buffett quote says talk talking about when you find yourself in a, a in a chronically leaking vessel it's probably better to spend your time and resources getting into a new vessel than it is simply trying to plug the holes. So if what you've done your whole life is just you're just chronically sinking one little bit at a time it's probably better to change the whole thing and reevaluate the way that you are consuming and everything else than simply to try to put little patches on easier said than done then right right <laughs> yeah exactly so getting started with this it really i mean so so often people do i i i imagine you probably find people when there are life transitions um but for people who are listening how how would you counsel people just 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 to get started? Well, the first step is you have to, uh, like I said earlier, you have to be. Think of yourself as a CFO. The buck stops with you, literally. Um, and you have to know to to move forward. You have to know where you are right now. Uh, you know, if you're going to run a race, you have to know where the starting line is. So the first step is understanding and getting help to understand is what is your current financial situation? What is your income? What are your expenses? What are, you know, how much are you saving? So you can say, okay, this is the starting line. This is where we are. Um, so, so that's really the most important part is taking the first step to understand what's coming in and what's going out. Uh, and that's always the hardest part, but that is, that's where you have to start. Yeah. Get your facts right, you know, figure out exactly what what the rules of the game are, what what the parameters are. I think that knowing where the starting line, like 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 you said, I think that that makes a lot of sense. So excellent. Well, Jim, Savage Nation is ready for your difference making tip. What do you have for them? I like to say it, I like to tell anyone who listens that it's all about cash flow. Cash flow does not lie. Cash flow is king. It's the easiest way to get a clear picture of financial profile. Be the CFO. You need to put a little effort, but it's how you begin to turn your financial ship around. Again, like I've just said, you learn what your income is, what your expenses are, how much you're saving. And by breaking it up into those little pieces, you'll see patterns, both good and bad. But you'll also see what your strengths and weaknesses are and what you need to move forward. So break it up. Break up. Don't think it's don't be overwhelmed with, oh how am I going to do this? Start with income. Okay. This is what we're having. Go with expenses. 
So go from point to point and break it up into small pieces so it's easier to manage. Like that is great stuff that definitely gets a come on. Come on. And that's so true. It's so true. Just you've been avoiding doing this for such a long time. Just rip off the Band-Aid and understand the good and the bad and just, just get a clear picture of how it is that you're spending. So I think that's such good advice. Well, Jim, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? You can learn more about me and J.H. White Financial at jhwfs.com. And you can also connect up through my website to all my social media platforms. It's probably easier than trying to search my name since it's a somewhat common name. <laughs> right. Excellent. And <laughs> what was the website again? jhwfs.com. Excellent. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Jim your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Check out the website, and when you are there, you'll find a ton of great information, a lot of great blog posts, information on retirement and budgeting and taxes and all the different aspects of your financial world, and you can also find them on social media from there. Thank you again, Jim. Thank you. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. Before I go, quick announcement. I've been asked by so many people over the past couple of years about how do I start a podcast that I've developed and released a course that will teach you exactly how to do that step-by-step from figuring out the kind of show that you want to have to understanding how all the technology works behind it and then how to get great guests and keep the thing moving and how to grow it. So if you're interested in that, check it out. You can go to georgegrombacher.com forward slash podcast course and you'll find it there you can just go to the website i'll also list that in the notes of the show what's up savage nation please support the show by subscribing leave us a review and definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it come on